Welcome to Washington In Focus. I'm Jeremy Lott. Joining me today is the Center Square's State House reporter, Brett Davis. Two bills seeking to exercise some legislative oversight of the governor's powers during an emergency appear to be dead in the Washington State Legislature, with neither receiving a public hearing halfway through the legislative session. Brett, are they dead or just mostly dead? I guess technically we have to say they're mostly dead. What, what's the old saying about no bill really dies until the this session ends? But it looks like they're on uh, they're on life support and not doing well. So what what were these? Back us up. Why were people pushing for these bills? What are they seeking to do? Why are they not uh, getting any traction? Now this goes back to the uh, uh, statewide emergency declaration Inslee issued. Uh, let's see, go way back to February 29th of 2020, and that ended on October 31 of last year. We so, got a treat under a yes, under a state of emergency for 975 days, or if you want to make it sound worse, nearly 1,000 days. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so these, like you mentioned earlier, these two bills would you know offer some some form of legislative oversight to the government uh, governor's emergency powers, and once again. Uh, looks like they are not going anywhere this year. This will be like the the fourth legislative session in a row in which emergency powers reform legislation has uh, basically died. So it seems to be a trend as of late. What, so why why are um, why are these bills? You know, what is it about these bills that's so undesirable for them to pass? To my mind, there's nothing really egregious about the bills. I just think people seem to have lost interest because, you know, the height of the COVID pandemic is over and the emergency <laughs> restrictions have been lifted. So I don't think people are thinking about it as much. Yeah. And also, I, I the, it seems to be that, you know, uh, the governor's office, uh, they basically gave us a no comment on this. Is that correct? Right. So I asked the, the governor's officer to comment on this. And so I asked if he had any comment on this. And his uh, no comment comment was, we previously said we'd take a deeper look and weigh in on the leg- legislation if they were advancing through the legislature. These bills never came close to advancing, and we don't have anything more to add to them, which is not too surprising because Inslee in the past has repeatedly said, uh, you know, he used his authority to, to save lives during the pandemic. And every time it's been challenged in court, you know, it's been upheld. So they don't really have any reason over the governor's office to, you know, be upset about what's going on. I think they kind of like the way things are. There were other states that passed, a, a, you know, emergency powers reform. Um, uh, there, there are only actually a few holdouts that don't have some limits of the governor's ability to do declare and unlimited or emergencies and then um, extend them indefinitely. Um, So Washington state is not unique there, but you know, a little rarefied. I was in Olympia earlier this week and I talked to Senator Mark Mullet about, about one of the bills because he's one of the, one of the co-sponsors of the, of the bills. And he basically said, uh, basically with Inslee in office, he doesn't think there's any chance that emergency powers reform will pass. So. I, I just don't understand the the mentality there. Like the governor might veto it, so we shouldn't pass it. I I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess that's just part of the the whole idea of a coalition. You know, you you do things together. You, when you cover Capitol Hill, you can very clearly tell when they're going to decide what the party line is when they say like, "Let's go to caucus." You know, I, it seems to me that there's been sort of a circling of the wagons and and a saying of uh, you know like, "No, we're not uh, we're not willing to to do this." But it's not just Jay Inslee that this would apply to. I mean, Jay Inslee won't be governor forever. And you're right. Yeah, you know, this would you know affect other governors in the future. So I mean, I would think the legislature would want to reclaim some power over this issue. But yeah, Brett, Brett, so Brett said that it just seems like it because Jay Inslee is serving what I believe <laughs> is an unprecedented third term for a governor. Yes. And uh, yeah, and has he weighed in on whether he's not is he going to run for re-election? Uh, 
that, that's that's been an ongoing uh, question. You know, I have I have I have not really heard anything about that. Okay, <laughs> I haven't heard him say one way or the other. Yeah, I would be surprised if he ran again, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, it seems like some other Democrats would be you know right around now, kind of making noises about running, but. I think right. that there, there's a lot of uh, kind of wait and see going on. Yes, this, I think that is This accurate. is something that we've covered and that the Seattle Times have covered. Um, the interesting thing was they only talked to Democrats and we, we talked to some Democrats or at least tried to. But, you know, the, we, a lot of Republicans weighed in on, on what, the, what their theories of whether he'd run again and what would that do, that would do to the party. So um, <laughs> have to keep our ear to the ground to see what we hear about that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Maybe we'll hear more about that after the session is over. Yeah. What's how like what are we looking at in terms of it's a hundred and five day session? Approximately right. how far into it are we right now? Uh, we're a little a little over halfway through session. Okay. So So it ends on April twenty fourth. Got it. And the do you, they typically end when they end or you know, uh, how often do they run over? Uh as of late they have typically ended. There haven't been any special sessions recently. Okay. I know in the past there were it seemed like special sessions were happening all the time, so there was nothing really special about yeah. them. What's so special about your session, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. In in Maryland, the, I, I did a I uh, was the acknowledged ghostwriter of a biography for a, a former Speaker of the House and Governor, and uh, they had a, a requirement that you had to pass the budget I think by a certain time and uh, one, one they would do to get around that is they would have somebody literally just go and, and wind the clock back <laughs> turn back yes, time they, as it they, were they were, and the, 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 <laughs> this was called out in a newspaper and they decided that you know maybe we should maybe we should stop anyways okay listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com for Brett Davis this is Jeremy Lott please subscribe and thanks for listening Freedom and liberty are important to all of us. If you're looking for civil, intellectual conversations with those shaping the future of freedom, try the Future of Freedom podcast with me, Scott Bertram. We speak with leaders across the country in the greater conservative and libertarian movements. In-depth conversations about where the next intellectual battles will happen across the country. It's the Future of Freedom podcast. Find it at americastalking.com or wherever you get your podcasts.